The Money Show. The Markets. Very clear signals out of the United States that the bear market is over, that the good times have returned, even though the interest rate cycle may not have peaked just yet. Merrill Pick is a portfolio manager at the Old Mutual Investment Group and is on the line to us this evening from Cape Town. And Merrill Pick, just having a look at market action, um, we are very, very close to erasing 2022's loss, uh, a nine-month rally, and it seems to be going strong still. Good evening, Bruce, and good evening to your listeners. Um, yes, it's the um, rally that is defying gravity right now and defying um, monetary policy tightening, which is really quite quite baffling. Um, you know, this is one of the steepest U.S. rate um, cycles in terms of a hiking cycle that we've seen in decades. Um, and yet the response has been quite counterintuitive um, thus far. Counterintuitive? Does it defy logic? Is there is what is happening in markets, particularly U.S. markets, which are highly concentrated at present, and particularly when it comes um, to the, the, the what do they call? They used to be called the Fang stocks. Now they're called the Magnificent Seven. I think they're called. Um, I, I wonder um, whether these are just anticipating the recovery and therefore running ahead. Perhaps um, anticipating the recovery and anticipating, um, let's say, a Fed pivot or, um, you know, a response to a slowdown. I think the market is reading in that the Fed will cut um, will cut rates um, and, and therefore stimulate growth. I'm not so convinced that it's going to be the same playbook this time around. Um, the difference being that we are in an environment of structurally much higher inflation than we've seen for 40 years. So I think the room to maneuver, the room to cut rates and stimulate spending through that um, tried and tested path is is not quite as simple this time around. Um, to pull that off without reigniting inflation, um, I think will be quite difficult. We so I don't think the Fed is going to bail markets out this time as much as they might expect. But the soft landing scenario that actually we're not going to go into a deep recession for very long, if at all, um, that enough has been done or maybe one more 25 basis point increase in the United States. And then the, the U.S. follows the lead of South Africa and perhaps puts rates on, on hold for a period of time, not cutting vigorously anytime soon, but at least not raising anymore. Mm. Yes, there's potential for that. I mean, I think the Fed has been quite um, careful to to stick to the hymn book of data dependence um, and obviously inflation dependence. Various commodity markets are quite fragile. If you look at the supply and demand um, dynamics, the situation in Russia and Ukraine is so uncertain, um, which has impact on food markets, on energy markets. So I think there's still a lot of fragility in the system, um, which would lead the Fed to maintain that cautious um, line. You know, when when we look at um, companies in the U.S. that have got to refinance debts, they're coming up into much higher interest rates. We've seen wobbles in the banking sector within the regional banks. So the signs of a slowdown are there. Whether you know you can talk semantics whether that becomes a, a recession and negative growth or just a slowdown remains to be seen but um the, the interest rates are having an impact
um, just not necessarily in the stock market. Yeah, absolutely. Anglo-American Platinum's results out today, they were always going to be a tough set of results. They are a tough set of results. Profits down 71%. But uh, do we find a new base and move on from here? Yes, I think everything will depend on commodity prices from here. Um, Particularly, rhodium price has come plummeting down from um, $30,000 an ounce at some point in the last um, 12 to 18 months to now $4,000. Um, and at these spot prices, most of the PGM producers are, um, are, are kind of breaking even. Um, there's a lot of catch-up capex in the system um, that, that needs to be spent. You know, I think we're seeing the issues coming through in terms of operational reliability from um, Amplat in particular. Um, so it will set a new base, but it could drag along this base for quite a while if commodity prices do not um, pick up. As we said, there's a global slowdown under um, underway, um, which weighs on demand for cars, a key demand driver for PGM. And a lot of the car demand um, you know, seems to be tilted towards uh, electric vehicles, which are slowly picking up um, their market share, particularly in important markets like China. Absolutely. And what about the currency? The currency is suddenly on a bit of a tear. And it strikes me that today's sentiment, um, and it is only sentiment, and it is only today's, not in, we can't predict tomorrow. But the sentiment mm-hmm. is that the worst may be over for US rate hiking cycle. Therefore, the dollar becomes less attractive. And let's start placing mm-hmm. our bets on currencies else, elsewhere. And the RAND is one of the beneficiaries of that. Absolutely. I think it, it was a matter of time. The dollar has been extremely strong. Um, you know, it's, it's, it was sitting at multi-decade um, highs. I think of a slowdown or a recession. If it is a sharper, deeper recession than the market expects, you could see a flight to safety and a flight into dollar assets, which would strengthen the dollar. But structurally, over the long term, it has looked exceptionally strong. Um, and we are now starting to see it roll over in favor of emerging market currencies. Of course, South Africa's, um, well, we've had low, low shedding stage five, a little bit of stage six the past week or so. But I think um, there's so much bad news in the base from November to now for the RAND that we also could just start um, lapping a period of less negative news flow locally, which would bolster the RAND. Thank you to our market commentator this evening, Meryl Pick at the Old Mutual Investment Group.